I'm out of breath watching you do it. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think that was worth it. I don't think the mm-hmm. eyelash wish was worth it. Okay, you ready to start? Yeah. And this is kind of a long case, so I do, I do think we should... I thought you said it was short. Yeah, I know. I just realized it's kind of long. Oh, okay. Um, I'll try not to get sidetracked. Well, it's kind of crazy, so it's going to be good anyway. Oh, I can't wait. You ready to start? Yes. Okay. Three, two, one. Hi. We're Hi. hungover. <laughs> I'm very hungover. I'm surprisingly handling it very, very well. Me too at this point. Yes. This morning, not so much. No, this morning we both went from our rooms because Amanda, what do you have right now? I have a room. You have a room. We're recording in the room right now. Yeah. And so she went from her room to the couch and I also went from my room to the couch and we just sat there for a few seconds and then immediately both passed out. (laughs) So that was good. Also, my phone keeps on ringing and I feel really bad about it. I, uh, I think it's funny how, like, it was the first night in, of, like, in my own room, and then I immediately left to go sleep on the couch. <laughs> yeah. Granted, it was this morning, but... Yeah, it was this morning. Last night, she passed out in here. But, oh, my God. But, hey. But, hey, welcome to a hungover episode of Up at Night. We're recording yeah. this on a Thursday. So, yeah. I'm a little bit stressed out about life in general. Yeah. So, I'm currently sitting here with pink hair dye on my hair. You need to be able to control something. Yeah, and right now I choose my hair. Because I can't, I can't, like, so, how my hair works is I have, like, half of it bleached, and I can't really bleach and tone it right now, so I'm just dying it pink. Because fuck it. Also, it'll wash out and it'll look cool. But, um. Why isn't your hair just one color? (laughs) I've been asked that before, yeah. (laughs) We have, we had a friend and we were doing this weird game where, like, we said something we liked about someone, something we didn't like about someone, and his thing he didn't like about me was that my hair was two colors. No, 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 okay, but he was making a big deal of it, like, he didn't want to say it, like, it was, like, the most terrifying thing, or terrible thing he could ever say, and he just goes, Grayson, why isn't your hair one color? <laughs> no, he said, I just wish your hair was one color. Oh, yeah. yeah I just wish your hair was one color. Ah, oh, good times, good times. Good kid, good kid. Good kid. Okay, but, uh, Amanda is having to leave pretty soon, though, to head to her hometown. <gasps> Yes, so I am going to try and get through this episode kind of speedy, but it's a lot to take in, and I would like to thank, this is a fun Tinder case, <gasps> thank you, thank you to Michael for this case, you're the Michael. bestest. Mike. Mikey. Mike. Mike. Mikeosaurus. Oh. Mike a million. You what know? if I just walked over and be like, hey, oh. Hey, oh. <laughs> it's like Victoria, maybe she goes by uh, Vicky or Tori. Or Tori. Or Ictor. <laughs> Fun fact, actually, um, I am going to use a fun little nickname for this guy. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. But the trigger warnings for this episode oh, no. um, does involve um, suicide, uh, mutilation, Bad. necrophilia, and oh. severe animal abuse. Oh, um, severe? Severe. You know what? I've been through Don't Fuck With Cats, so... So I think you can probably handle this. When um, I watched Don't Fuck With Cats, I honestly, like, I couldn't handle life Yeah, no, it was, at that point. It was yeah. a lot. But if these uh, trigger warnings are a little too much for you or you know you're going to get triggered, there are um, plenty of other episodes, not only in uh, season two, but also in season one. In season one, there are a bunch of other episodes. So yeah. check those out if you want to. Don't, if you don't, I guess. I don't know. But we're going to jump into the yeah. case of Richard Trenton Chase, who I will be affectionately calling Dick. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> I, nothing makes me happier than the fact that Richard is... Like, a nickname for Richard is Dick. That's my favorite thing in the entire world. Why? I don't know why, and I don't know why, but I love it. Um, but, 
let's jump in. So, born May 23rd, 1950, so this is in the 50s. Uh, he was raised in a strict household and was beaten often by his father. In his teens, he became an alcoholic and also developed a penchant for killing and mutilating animals and fire starting, which, which are both very common for serial killers. Mm. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a normal thing, but... Oh, it's normal. It's normal. Uh, in high school, uh, Dick had a handful of girlfriends, but none of whom he was able to maintain a steady relationship with because of his inability to to achieve or maintain an erection, <laughs> which was... Be- um, and because of his inability to be aroused in the presence of females. So... It was only females? It was only females. Oh. But he wasn't gay. That's a it's only, yeah, yeah. So, under consulting a psychiatrist, Dick was told that the Rewa's problems was either repressed rage or mental illness, um, and he did not seek further treatment after this diagnosis. It was later to be determined that Dick had an aversion to conventional sex and could only achieve arousal and orgasm through violent or disturbed acts, uh-huh. such as killing animals and necrophilia. Yeah. So, as an adult, he moved back in with his mother, where he began to accuse her of attempting to murder him via poison. Um, his father purchased an apartment for him and forced him to move out of the house. Oh my <laughs> so, god. So his parents were like, we don't want to deal with your bullshit, get the fuck out. That's- they didn't kick him out, they bought him out of the place yep. so he could get out. They bought him a home so he didn't have to live with them anymore, which I think is iconic. We love that. Also, I'm currently stuck between a board and another board, so I'm like- constantly moving around my legs oh wow i can just do that cool <laughs> i'm trying to plug in my phone and i don't know where the like cube is so sucks i'm just gonna have to suffer well you'll be driving you plug it in then yeah that's a lot of work yeah yeah um so wait hold on uh holding ah. sorry i had to like did you get hair dye in your mouth <laughs> yes i had to swallow a snot you know how it be <laughs> oh yeah alone in his new apartment he began to capture kill and disembowel various animals which he would then devour raw. Oh. Um, he then began to put the entrails of the animals he had killed into a blender and would make smoothies out of them. And he reasoned that by drinking these smoothies, he was preventing his heart from shrinking. Um, he feared that if it shrank too much, it would disappear and he would die. There's so the grin. He has no reasoning for this idea, by the way. Oh, okay. It was just him being like, you know what? I bet you my heart's gonna shrink. Clearly, he has no psychological damage that needs to be assessed. You know what can't drink anymore? <laughs> it's not up in the first place. It's not in the first place because he can only be aroused by killing animals. Uh. In 1957, whoa, in 1975, ugh, dysgraphia, um, Dick was involuntarily committed into a, a mental institution after being taken to the hospital for blood poisoning, which he contracted from injecting rabbit's blood into his veins. That makes sense. Yes. Um, oh, side, very quick side story. Side story. This, I saw this on Tumblr. Don't know if it's true. Okay. Basically, um, this girl went on a date with this guy, and um, they ended up having sex, and she got a STD or something. So um, she went to get looked out, and she was like, hey, like, you have it, whatever. Yeah. Or you gave it to me. And she was telling her friend about it, and her friend's like, like I don't know, something like that. And they're like, hey, by the way, this isn't common. And they're like, she's like, what do you mean? And they're like, the only way you can contract this is by um, having sex with animals or corpses. Ooh. Where do you think he worked? At a morgue? Yeah. Oh, no! 
That's almost as bad as that maggot girl. Did you ever hear about her? Maggot girl? She used to use um, mayonnaise as lube. Oh my god. And it ended up, it resulted in her getting maggots in her vagina. And it made her have like a very severe orgasm during lunch at her high school. Bet. And she had to like go to the hospital. <laughs> That's the best thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, no, it's terrible. I, I read it. I, first time I ever read that, I vomited. Um, but Dick, he escaped the hospital and went home to his mother. Um, he was apprehended and sent back to the institution for the criminally insane, mm. where he often stated um, with the staff that he fantasized about killing rabbits. For some reason, rabbits was like... Rabbits. Rabbit season. Um, he was once found with blood smeared around his mouth. Um, hospital staff discovered that he had captured two birds through the bars on his bedroom window, snapped their necks, and sucked oh. their blood out. Oh, yeah. Um, among themselves, the staff began to call him Dracula. Okay. Um, I'm pretty sure he's called the Sacramento Dracula or something. Oh, mm. fuck. I should have written that down. <laughs> I totally forgot. But, like, his nickname something like that. Yeah. Um, after undergoing a battery of treatments involving psych psychotropic drugs that was good hmm. dick was deemed no longer a danger to society and oh. in 76 he was released into the um recognition of his parents his mother deciding that his son did not need to be on the anti-schizophrenic medicine that he was on no. weaned him off of it herself that's great yeah i'm so glad that she's a medical professional that and then you know what they also did, which is really smart to do to a person who um, was put into care for criminally insane and put on medicine, then to take them off medicine? What? Make him be alone. Oh, they put him no. back into the apartment by himself, and he oh. began once again to capture, torture to death, and then drink the blood of rabbits, dogs, and cats. Oh, on occasion, no. he killed and ate his neighbor's pets, and at least once um, contacted the neighbor by telephone to explain what he had done. Oh, fucking imagine getting that phone call. Like, missing your dog and then getting a phone call being like, hey. I ate your dog. I ate your dog. I yeah. would literally, someone would have to stop me from mur- literally going over there and murdering them myself. I wouldn't. I'd help you. Bet. Yeah, no, I'd totally My help you murder. My dog is one of the closest things I have to a child. You love Baxter? Oh, my Baxter boy. Baxter boy. Oh, I'm trying to see him today. So, around this time, he developed a fascination for firearms and, like, purchased several handguns, which, um, he, like, practiced all the time. He was obsessed with it. Yeah. Um, he became fascinated by the crimes of the Hillside Strangler. He believed the Strangler was also the victim of a Nazi-slash-UFO conspiracy that he believed he was also the victim of. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Dick also began to lose interest in caring for himself. He neglected personal hygiene, such as bathing, grooming, and brushing his teeth. He stopped eating and dropped to a, the fairly meager weight of 145 pounds. Gross. So, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna make a joke like that too, but I was like, I don't know if this is the right time, so I'm glad you did it. <laughs> but yeah, goals. Um, in 77, Dick ran his um, mother's doorbell and greeted her by thrusting a dead cat in her face. Oh. Um, he then threw the cat to the ground, knelt down. This is kind of gross. Are you ready oh, for it? Really? Are you ready? Are you ready for it? I'm ready for it because I'm literally petting a cat right now. Ripped its stomach open with his bare oh. hands and stuck his hands inside the cat, smearing <laughs> the blood all over the face while screaming. Okay, I thought you were going to say that he, like, put his hand in and made it a puppet. No, no. I don't know what's worse. Worse. <laughs> worse. Um, his mother calmly returned inside the house and did not report the incident to anyone. Oh my god, I hate her. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, she was a bitch. Um, on August 3rd, 1977, however, Nevada State Police discovered his Ford Ranchero lodged in a sand drift near Pyramid Lake, Nevada. Um, inside were two rifles, a pile of clothes, a bucket full of blood and cow's liver. Um, the officers tracked down Dick, who was naked and screaming in the sand. Yeah. Soaked from head to toe in blood. That's me on uh, the beach, decided. <laughs> screaming. Please send me a video of you screaming in the beach. We'll oh, put yeah, it on our Twitter. Yeah. Um, when questioned, he claimed that the blood was his own and that it had leaked out of him through his own flesh. <laughs> on December 27th, uh, 77, he fired a .22 handgun into the home of a Sacramento woman. A police search found the woman's home, uh, found a slug in her kitchen, but no one was harmed. Good. And now we actually get into the murders. Ooh. Yeah, because this is all just the build-up. Build-up. This is the build-up to the actual murders. I love stories with amazing build-up. Yeah, how crazy is that fucking build-up? That's, that's, that's insane. Yeah. So, on December 29th, 70, in 29th, 77, on December 29th, yep. in 77, Dick killed his first victim in a drive-by shooting yep. in an apparent warm-up for the crimes he- crimes for the crimes he planned on committing i was about to say he just kind of like he it was such a cop out like a drive-by oh, is such a cop yeah. out like, yeah it was it was really just him being like i'm gonna see if i can do it murder someone like, murder if someone. you have to murder someone look at their eyes yeah do it like a not like a coward uh the victim was ambrose griffith a 51 year old engineer and father of two oh. he was helping his wife bring groceries into the house yeah one of his sons reported seeing a neighbor walking around their East Sacramento neighborhood with a .22 rifle earlier that week. Uh, the neighbor's rifle was seized, but ballistics tested determined that it was not the murder weapon. Okay. Um, however, it was determined that the .22 used to kill Ambrose Griffin was the same one used to fire the bullet into the kitchen of the Sacramento women two days before. Okay. So I think that she... That he... That what? I think that he was trying to kill that woman the first few days, but... Didn't know if he did or not, so he yeah. was like, I'm going to do it one more time. Yeah. Um, on January 11th, in uh, 78, Dick asked his neighbor for a cigarette and then forcefully restrained her until she gave him the entire pack. Um, two weeks later, he attempted to enter the home of another woman, but finding that her doors were locked, went to her backyard and walked away, <laughs> which, I don't know. Um, he later told detectives that he took locked doors as a sign that he was not welcomed. But the unlocked doors were an invitation to come inside. Speaking of that, we probably should have locked my front door. Anyways. Oh, good. <laughs> Praise God. Um, while wandering around, he encountered a girl named Nancy Holden, with whom he attempted um, high school. Uh, he attempted to get a ride from her, but frightened by his appearance, she refused. He went down the street where he broke into the home of a young married couple, stole some of their valuables, urinated into a drawer of their infant's clothing, Aww. and defecated on their son's bed. Was he in the bed? I don't think so. I think they were gone. Okay, good. Yeah, the couple came home. While okay. Chase was still in the house, the husband attacked him, but he escaped. Yeah. His real name's Chase, by the way, but I've just been calling him Dick. Oh, yeah. Um, Fucking Dick. Yeah, Dick. Dick continued to uh, attempt to enter homes until he came across the home of David and Teresa Wallen. David was at work, and Teresa, who was three months pregnant at the time, was mm. in the middle of taking out the garbage, and thus had her front door unlocked, mm. which he took as a invitation. Yeah. Uh, he surprised her in the home and shot her three times, twice in the hand, which was a defensive wound, because oh. she was holding up her hand, to, and twice in the head, killing her. Mm. Um, it was the same gun that was used to kill Ambrose Griffin, so that was kind of the way the police were able to connect the murders. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 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 uh. So, um, uh, I'm not looking forward to reading this next part. 
Okay. Okay. Ah. So he dragged her body into her bedroom oh. and, oh, of course, no. uh, assaulted the body post-mortem uh, while repeatedly stabbing it with a butcher knife. Uh, when he was finished, he carved the corpse open and removed several of her inner organs using a bucket to collect the blood and then taking it to the bathroom to bathe in. Oh, okay. He then sliced off her nipple and drank her blood using an empty yogurt container as a drinking glass before leaving. He went to the yard, found a pile of dog feces, and returned to, and returned to stuff it into the corpse's mouth and throat. Okay. Yeah. I and, don't have a comment because I just don't understand it. Yeah, no, but... and it was totally unprompted. He had never met this woman before. Oh. I know, which is, I think, is the worst part. But the only thing that I will say positive of this whole experience is that she was already dead when he did all this. Oh, yeah, that's definitely a good thing. Yeah. Um, on January 23rd in 78, two days after killing Teresa Warren, he purchased two puppies from a neighbor, which he then killed and drank the blood of, leaving the uh, bodies in the neighbor's front yawn. Yawn? Front lawn? Mm. So. But, this is his last murder, which is positive. <laughs> it means he's almost fucking done. <laughs> going up to him like arresting him and being like are you fucking done yet <laughs> that's what I want to ask every single shit Jerry Jerry um on January 27th he committed his final murder which um also qualifies as a mass murder oh which yeah yeah this is a long this is a long is a mass murder um like five or more people yeah yeah at one time yeah which is a lot um, so, he entered the home of 38-year-old Evelyn Merith, who was babysitting her 22-month-old nephew, uh, David. Also present in the home was her 6-year-old son, Jason, and Dan Meredith, a neighbor who had come over to check on Evelyn. Um, she was in the bath while Dan was watching the children. He went into the hallway when Chase entered the home and was shot in the head at point-blank range with Chase's 22 handgun, which killed him, uh, which was the same gun used. Just, just so everyone can connect the dots. Yeah. Um. He then began. He then turned the corpse over and stole his wallet and car keys. Uh. Jason ran to his mother's bedroom where Chase Bailey shot him twice in the head at point blank range on the way to killing Jason. Uh. Chase also shot David in the head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So he then entered the bathroom and fatally shot Evelyn once in the head, which I think is interesting that before he does all these like the worst things in the entire world you can do to a body. He really, like, he kills him first, which I think is kind of interesting. But I don't know why. It's not the torture aspect. It's, like, the the playing and, like, manipulating and, like... Yeah. Which is just... Oh, God. Um, He dragged her corpse onto the bed where he um, sodomized it and drank its blood from a series of slices to the back of the neck. Uh, Medical examiners reported an inordinate amount of semen in the corpse's rectum. Um, Mm. Yeah, which... it says it, so I have to say it, because it, like, it adds to it. It indicates an unusual amount of ejaculations. When he had finished with her, uh, <laughs> I, don't know, I, don't know, I don't have anything else to say. This is the quietest episode. <laughs> yeah, because it's like, what the fuck can you say this dude is fucking delinquent? I'm also, like, hungover and, like, starving, so that's, my body is just, like... Man, I bet you're really hungry after hearing the story. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> um... So, when he had finished, he stabbed her at least a dozen times, which is a direct quote, in her anus. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, the knife penetrated her uterus. Uh, he stabbed her in a, series, in a series of vital points on the body, which caused blood from her internal organs to pool into her abdomen. 
which he then sliced open and drained into a bucket. He then consumed all the blood. Which is a lot of fucking blood. I don't... How do you... Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how your body would process blood. Well, do you know how your body would process brain matter? Because he then retrieved David's corpse, took it into the bathroom, and split its skull open in the bathtub and consumed the brain matter. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Outside, a six-year-old girl whom Jason Mirren oh, had no. a play date with knocked on the door, startling Chase. He fled the residence, stealing oh. Dan's car. Um, the girl alerted the neighbor, so she was fine. Uh, the neighbor broke into the Miroff home, where he discovered the bodies and contacted the authorities. Upon entering the home, police discovered that he had left ham- perfect handprints and a perfect imprint of the soles of his shoes Good. because of all the blood. Um, meanwhile, he actually took David's corpse with him. Um, yeah, to his house, where he chopped off his penis and used it as a straw through which he sucked the blood out of his body. He didn't- I'm s- sorry, can we go back for a second? Yeah, I don't understand that process. How old is David? What's- David's he's like, the... uh, 35 or something. Okay, okay. Yeah. He cut off his penis. And used it as a straw. And used it as a straw. Which I don't understand. Because it's not just, like, a clear- yeah, is it? Uh, I don't know nothing about penises. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't. There's a whole case. It's just. It's just kind of like. <laughs> it's like what the fuck. <laughs> yeah, a lot of it's like I don't even know like what to do with it. I can't tell if I'm just hungover and not able to process, or just it. They say this case is just that bad. It's crazy. Michael's a genius. Um, he then sliced the corpse open and consumed several internal organs and made smoothies out of others, finally disposing of the corpse at a nearby church. Hmm. Um, after the Wallen murder, FBI agents Russ Bullock-Brigay, which I cannot pronounce and that's as good as we're gonna get, and Robert Ressler were called in to investigate. They compiled the profile of the killer. They determined that the killer would be tall, malnourished, a loner, physically unclean, and that most importantly, he would continue to kill. Yeah. Uh, five days after the mass murder and after hearing the FBI profile, Nancy Holden contacted police saying that she believed that Richard Chase was the killer. Yeah. Uh, the police ran a background check on Chase, um, which they came across his registration of a twenty-two calibrated semi-automatic pistol. Mm. Detectives and a team of police went to his apartment and they asked to speak to him. He refused. The detectives and the police hid down the hallway and waited for him to leave arresting him, and when he left the apartment carrying a blood-stained box, his parka and shoes were likewise blood-stained. Inside the box were pieces of shredded, blood-soaked wallpaper and the blood-stained .22 with which he had committed the murders. Uh, He claimed that the bloody wallpaper and bloody gun were a result of his killing several dogs, which I don't know if that's any fucking better. Yeah. Um, and then when the police performed a search of Chase's, like, person, they found that he was carrying Dan's wallet. Oh, okay. So, detectives along with the wrestler and Vol... 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 Pig, yes. Yes. Performed a search of his apartment, and are you ready to hear what they had? What he had in his apartment? Mmm, can I guess? If it's a lot of blood, <laughs> then your guess would be right. I feel like he has, like... 10 buckets of blood just like kind of like stored yeah that's like if you've ever seen the original um nightmare on elm street uh 
Johnny Depp's character. <laughs> I love how passionate you are about this one it's fucking so, scene. It's so... Talk mm, about it. Tell about the scene. I don't remember exactly how he gets killed, but basically, like, he... He gets, like, pulled into his bed. Like, the bed's, like, sinking in on him, but then he just explodes. No, a fountain of blood. So there's no body parts at all. It's all just blood, like, yeah. gushing out of his room. So, of course, because that happens, a uh, ambulance arrives. And there's already police, like, coming out of the door. So they've already, like, they know what's going on. And then these motherfuckers, these paramedics, bring out a stretcher. <laughs> They bring they pull stretcher out of the ambulance and, and take it inside. And then in the next scene, you see um them taking buckets of blood out. Okay, then. I just it's just okay, then. you don't you don't need a stretcher. Oh, okay, so inside the house they found um that the walls, floor, ceiling, refrigerator, and all of his eating and drinking utensils were soaked in blood. On the counter was the blender he used to make his smoothies, so that was also filled with blood. Um, it was caked in coagulated blood and the rotting matter of internal organs. Inside the refrigerator, police found several animal body parts wrapped in aluminum foil, David's brains in a Tupperware container, and a piece oh. of his body wrapped in saran wrap, and several of Evelyn Murath and uh, Teresa Wallen's internal organs. On another counter was several pet collars on oh. his... yeah. On his kitchen table, he had spread out numerous diagrams depicting various aspects of human biology. Um, in at least he's studying. He's studying. Um, in ninety. Studying more than I am. Honestly, same. I need to get a picture of this cat. He's so cute right now. I want to see him. Yeah. I'm gonna pause while you do that. Yeah. Oh no! Actually, I make I make I make keep this thing because this is kind of creepy. I just got a message from a dude on Tinder. That's so in my Tinder profile I say if you have a true crime, please send it to me. Yeah. I tell about the podcast, you know, I'm a businesswoman. Um but he said I don't have a crime, but once the apocalypse starts, no. a law is no more in plan. No. <laughs> is no. no more. I plan on going psycho, but in a fun way. No. <laughs> I, I respond with and how is that? What's his name? Ethan. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> he fucking sounds like is an he Ethan. Blonde? No, brunette. Oh. Um, okay, back to this. So, in 79, he stood on trial on six counts of murder. In order to avoid the death penalty, the defense tried to have him found guilty of second-degree murder, which would result in a life sentence. Um, their case hinged on his history of mental illness and the lack of planning in his crimes, a lack of planning in his crimes, yeah. uh, evidence that would not be premeditated. On May 8th, the jury found him guilty of six counts of first-degree murder. So that plan backfired. Yeah. Uh, the defense asked for a clemency hearing in which a judge determined that Chase was not legally insane and he was sentenced to die in a gas chamber. Yeah. Waiting to die, he began to, like, he became a feared presence in prison. Um, duh. The other inmates, including several gang members, aware of his graphic and bizarre nature of his crimes, feared him. And according to prison officials, they often tried to convince him to commit suicide. Oh. Too fearful to get close enough to him to kill him themselves. Which is... Damn. Which says a fucking lot. Um, he also um, granted a series of interviews with Robert Ressler, during which he spoke of his fears of Nazi and UFOs, claiming that although he, he had killed, it was not his fault. He'd been forced to uh, kill to keep himself alive, which he believed any person would do. Which I don't think I would do. If someone was like, hey, you have to kill someone in order for you to not die, I'd be like, no. Yeah. Like, there's no one that I could kill 
There's no one that I could think of right now that I could kill. Like, right now? That right now that I could kill. And there's no one that I really want to kill. I mean, I'd kill that guy. Chase? Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I mean, you I don't, don't need to anymore. You don't have to anymore. Um, so, uh, he asked Wrestler to give him access to a radar gun with which he could apprehend the Nazi UFOs so that the Nazis could stand trial for the murders. He also handed him a large amount of macaroni and cheese, which he had been holding <gasps> in his pants pockets, <gasps> believing that the believing that the prison officials were in league with the Nazis and attempting to kill him. That's great. Um, mac and cheese and Nazis. <laughs> that's, my new, that's my new motto: mac and cheese and Nazis. Um, Put that on my Tinder. That's right also now. definitely the name of this episode: um, <laughs> mac and cheese and Nazis. Oh, I can't wait. Mac and cheese and Nazis. I think it's funny because it's mostly just about blood and Dracula, whatever, but Mac and Cheese and UFOs should be it. It's amazing. Mac and Cheese and UFOs and P.S. Fuck Matt. P.S. Fuck Matt, by the way. By the way. Um, on December 26, 1980, a guard doing cell checks found Chase lying awkwardly on his bed, not breathing. Um, an autopsy determined that he did commit suicide with an overdose of a prisoner doctor prescripted antidepressant that he'd been saving up for the last few weeks. And that is the end of uh, fucking Richard Trenton Chase. Dick. That is his whole life. That's everything. I, I hate I hate his life. How obscure is it, though? Have you ever heard of this case before? No. Because I'm, like, pretty knowledgeable about murders. Me and too. I've never heard of any of this yeah. shit. Which is insane to me. Because that's so crazy. I guess because it happened in the 70s, maybe? I just, I don't know. I don't get it, but it's amazing, and I'm happy about it. I'm happy that I got it. Thank you, Michael. Yeah, thanks, Michael. Thanks, Michael. But, yeah, that's the end of, what'd you think? It's amazing. That's amazing. I feel bad that, like, we, it's just so shocking. And it's, like, what, I feel like in this episode we really didn't talk that much over it, because, like, what the fuck could we add? I, I literally, I have no idea, like... It does remind me of this one case. Uh, if y'all listen to Small Town Murder, mm. amazing podcast. I literally they they're the reason that I got into true crime podcasts. Hell yeah! And because I found them, I found them randomly. But one of the one of the cases that I'll always remember it's like it was like this three year old who, um, like I think the step parent was like weird, like assaulting the oh. the three year old. And then no one did anything about it. The fuck? Yeah. And then, um, I think eventually, I think the, the mother, the mother had, uh, like, purposely, or just kind of, like, left the kid with him. It's like, whatever, like, it was like, whatever. Yeah. Because, like, obviously when stuff like that happens to a three-year-old, you fucking know. Yeah. And she was just very, like, she just turned a blind eye to it. And her family was like, hey, like, you need to, like, whatever. And all of a sudden, the, the kid went missing. And uh, they said that he got, he had, like, ran away or, like, had uh, been, like, attacked by, like, a wild animal. Because it lived, like, it was a small town, so they lived, yeah. like, by woods or shit like that. I don't, was, I don't know. But then, apparently, the the police found, uh, well, they, he was, uh, the stepfather was, like, cooking or something, and, like, the meat didn't taste right. Oh. Yeah. And because of, like, and, like, they, event- they eventually, like, there was, like, an investigation, and they had checked his freezer, and, like, the meat, they checked the meat, and it was, it was, oh. Yeah. 
That's fucked up. That's so fucked up. Oh, letting, letting someone do that to your child? Damn. Yeah. That's, that's the there, worst. There's, there's a couple... I, I don't think I could ever, like, really research this couple... But I'm pretty sure it was it was the mom and the boyfriend. Yeah. And the boyfriend had a thing for babies. <sighs> literal, like, her literal, like, one or probably two. That's disgusting. And let him, literally, like, watched him let him do all this stuff. Electric chair. Yeah, it was fucking bad. And it was, the worst part of it to me is that um, because of the trauma, the physical trauma, the, the baby died. Yeah, of course, yeah. because... Because it's not supposed to fucking happen. You're not supposed to fucking do that shit. I just, I hate that so much. I hate that so fucking much. Yeah. Hold on, I need to bring in this mac and cheese and zombies. Wait. You have mac and cheese and zombies. Jamie, you phone. Mac and cheese. Mac and cheese. Um, what about you? Mac and cheese. Okay, so that's, that's it. That hurts. Yeah, it's. That it's sucks. Well, that's you, just weird. You know what doesn't suck? A good thing. Oh, a good thing. What's your good thing, Amanda? Um... I am bringing that home to meet my parents this weekend. Are you excited? Yeah. I had to lie to them about why I'm late coming home, because I was supposed to leave an hour ago. Yeah. Um, and I, and I, they don't know about the podcast, because they're not going to yep. anytime soon, until I'm 45. Uh, and I told them, I was like, I have some schoolwork to do, so I'm just gonna, I'm gonna keep going. I was like, I told them, I was like, we're just gonna... Text whenever we're on yeah. our way. I'm hoping my mom will give me money. I'm going to be like, oh, we're getting gas. Because she offered to pay for gas. So I'm going to text her and be like, we just need to get gas and go. Yeah. Cool. That's good. Yeah. What's your good thing? My good thing. Um, besides that you're finally moved in. Which <gasps> oh, is, which is about nice. That. Yeah, you're finally moved in, which is very, very nice. I spent my first night almost blackout drunk. Hell yeah. It was as, bad, as you As one would. It was bad, guys. As one would. Um... I think my other good thing would be that school's almost over for this oh, semester, yeah. and I'm very excited for that because I'm very stressed out. So I just got like a, some more work I gotta do today, and then I'm gonna try and get most of it done today because I'm tired. <laughs> I don't want to do anything. But I'm gonna take a nap first. Yeah, but just make sure you wash the dye out of your hair. Oh shit! Right. <laughs> did you forget about it? Yeah, I really did. Yeah, yeah it left up for me. But yeah, the good thing. Oh, uh, do we have a Twitter account? I think we do. I yeah. think it's uh, at Up at Night Cast, and Cast stands for podcast. Yes, it does. Amazing. Cast stands for podcast. Once we get to 200, I'm getting a tattoo. And I'm already really excited. Actually, another good thing, I guess, I already decided that once um, quarantine's lifted, I'm in the tattoo parlors and stuff are open again. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get my nose pierced, and I'm very excited. Oh, uh, like I said? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited about it. Again. For, like, the third time. <laughs> but, yep. I'm pumped. It's actually a fairly short episode. How, how long is it? 30, 36 minutes now. But yeah, that, that's all I got. That's all, folks. I gotta go wash up my diet and take a nap. I just, I feel bad because I, I just, I'm just so out of it. Oh, dude, so am I, honestly. <laughs> I'm so, I'm but the so case, the case is so good that, oh, like, yeah. we don't need to add anything. It's, it's so crazy. It's so crazy all on its own. Like, yeah. what could we add besides just going, what the fuck? Which I think is all we did. Yeah. So, uh, you know what that means? Thank you guys so much for listening to us today at Up at Night Cast. I'm sorry, my dad just texted the group chat and said, I had a hen who could count her, ho- her own eggs. 
inspirational, honestly. And I think that's a good that's a good uh, motto, really. It's good. It's yeah. yeah, it's a good life motto. Yeah, I think everyone should have a hen that can count her own eggs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you know that eggs eggs? Did you know that eggs. Uh, hens can lay eggs without without a rooster? Damn, hell yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. I mean, so can lizards. Well, they don't need a rooster anyways, but they, they have to, um, they, but females yes. will just lay eggs, infertile eggs. That's amazing. Yeah, which is really fun for me. I had to do a whole project, uh, we had to watch videos of like a 360, uh, tour of the poultry, not the poultry farm, but, uh, you, the first, the first video was like the hatchery, the second one was, uh, the broiler farm, and then yeah. the, third, the third was like the processing plant. And if y'all guys didn't know, uh, my major is animal science, mm-hmm. and I take a lot of ag classes, and in my, one of my labs this semester, I had to slaughter a chicken. Oof. Did yeah. you name it, like, William? I, so here's the thing. I, I love animals, and when I see one that I have any type of emotional attachment to, I give it a name. Of course. So I was handed my chicken to slaughter, and I immediately gave, gave them a name. I named them Frank. I love the name. And then halfway through, I realized that they're all hens. <laughs> so in the second one I got, I named her Henrietta. Amazing. So, yeah. I love that for you. It was fun. Yeah. It was great. I do love that for you. But I don't have anything else to say. Oh, my dad finished his joke. What is it? He said, she's a math chicken. And on that, and on that gif of Donald Trump uh, dancing on top of a chicken head... Yeah. I'm going to say thank you guys so much for listening to our podcast today. Thank you. I am... I, for some reason, I'm about to reintroduce myself. I'll be like, Maybe. I am Gracie Porter. <laughs> I am Amanda. I don't even think I we introduced ourselves. No. We're, we're really hungover. Yeah, it's bad. But you know what? We're doing it. Yeah, we're here. And you know what? We're loving it. We're loving it. So, again, thank you, you guys for celery. listening. We love Rosé. <laughs> thank you guys for listening. And we... What? <laughs> you missed the cue. Yeah, because like, I'm having trouble remembering it. Oh, it's... Wait, 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 no, 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 Okay, 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 okay. Thank right. you guys for listening, and, and we, we will see you the next time we can sleep. Bye, Bye, guys. That was good. Oh, I need, I need some milk. <laughs>